I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Soulites. How's everyone doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. I hope you get some insights and understanding here and have a good time, actually. Um, Those of you that have been here before and co-creating this with me, thank you so much for being a part of this and all your help in um, really making this a, a great podcast with great guests. Um, Get your tea, get your coffee, get your favorite beverage. Um, Let's see, hi, Sue, people getting in the chat. I'm a little late, a lot going on, but can you feel the energy shift? Okay, hey, Sue, in the chat. Okay, Sue, hope she's okay. Reading in the chat. Oh, yeah, missed you in our Patreon, Sue, definitely missed you, too. But hope uh, hope your daughter is okay. Uh, listen, you can listen in the chat, and you can ask questions in the chat if you do sign up with Blog Talk Radio. Otherwise, you can listen as a guest. If you want to listen by phone, that number is 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122. And press 1 on your keypad if you have a question or a comment. Um, very important to press one, otherwise I don't get an alert on the um, switchboard. BTR is kind of old school nowadays <laughs> as to what's going on. Um, wow! Well, oh, good, she's doing fine, Sue. Okay, three four seven five three nine five one two two. Get your tea, get your coffee, get your water, get your favorite bev. I am making a decaf latte right now with some. Coconut milk and almond milk mixed together, so you're going to hear some tinkling in the background because I need I went for a long walk. There's, can you feel the energy? We have, you know, we are, I, I was supposed to launch like three t- things this week, and it just didn't happen. Um, but I will give you a heads up. Soul-Centered Living is coming as a self-study program Soul Insights ebook. Um, that's the, if you would like a copy of that. Gratis. I'm sending some out. You can go to soulplayground.life or soulplayground.com and just find and hit the subscribe, and you'll get put on a list uh, for that gift. I want to gift everyone. I want to thank Mitchy Etienne. In Canada, shout out for the inspiration for this. We tried to launch it last 
year and with Mars retrograde, just all kinds of stuff. The font, it cut off the I in the affirmations. Uh, more coming. This is part of a series, and this is due to many, 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 many of you over the years. Also, Micah. Thank you, Micah uh, Gibson also. Uh, over the years, people DMing me, emailing me, leaving in the comments on Instagram and Facebook, I really wish you would do a book. I wish you would do a book with these. I would love to have a book with your soul insights. I would love to have a book with your affirmations. Would you ever do a book? And it was always on my list to do the book. But time, it takes time to write and edit and, you know, figure things into the schedule. But I was able to do that. And now I'm on a roll with my writing again, which is great. You just have to carve the time. Writing is interesting. I wrote my first book, Meditation for Everyday Living, or even did my um, meditation and transformational CDs and MP3 recordings. You, you have to be in a certain mindset, and you have to carve out a certain space that is only for, is only for that. And I'm moving my schedule around. Things are moving around. My mindset has shifted that I, I have this space now to do some of these types of things that I really love doing, as well as pick a cards, uh, which I'm so enjoying doing. I'm, I'm changing back up to do them just the, looking at the cards. Um, this way I can get more done. I don't have to worry about how I look. I don't have to worry about the lighting right or the angle right or is there – is the lighting in my house changing so then you're, it's, it's going to be shadowy or too bright or too dark? Uh, because it's, very, it's much easier to light uh, objects, images, than moving people. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, uploaded Monday. I'll be uploading Mondays and Wednesdays, um, some Thursdays but for sure Mondays, um, so at least twice a week. So I'd love for you to subscribe, get the notifications on YouTube, go to Soul Insights and Tarot, subscribe, let me know you've subscribed in the comments. Let me see your beautiful, shining, light-filled face. And also please subscribe to our Awakenings uh, podcast on um, YouTube also. We will be moving over there as well. We're going to be doing video casts um, there also. So I have a lot of things in the motion in plan that are getting done bit by bit and to create more uh, community and, and, and bring more people uh, on board to, to meet each other, to connect, to create, and uh, to support on this soul path. And part of the reason I'm really feeling the push is because Psychically, as a psychic medium, a trance channel and conscious channel, I've been getting so many messages and downloads of what is coming. And you can already feel the energy shift that we went into in February. We are definitely, people are waking up to next level where the seeding, this is now the seeding, star seeds unite, light workers people that have an awareness of wanting to do something more, that want to help, whether it's a friend, a family member, your child, that you're seeing, I need to do something, or, or I am doing something. 
and it takes, I've been telling my clients, it takes a radical honesty right now, transparency with oneself about where you're really at. Because here's the deal, this whole idea of healing and all of this, yes, we're doing it for ourselves and for each other and those around us, but we're doing it to change the very pattern or patterning on earth, on the earth plane. So in other words, if you want things to be different, we have to start thinking differently feeling differently, understanding that process, and then creating different mental mind, you know, constructs, different beliefs and ideas from which people can respond to. And a big part of that is the soul. That's why the soul awakening, awakening to the soul, awakening to the co-creative aspect of our being, that we're not just, you know, um, to be reactive. We're not just here for things to be done to us. We are co-creating this existence, this experience. So we do have a lot of power or empowerment. So there is this waking up to this. We talk, if you want to do a deeper dive, gang, and really understand, you know, the soul, the soul path, what we're doing here, connect with me through my Patreon. We have amazing monthly meetups, the metaphysical uh, salon. It's really spiritualism, metaphysics, spirituality, esoteric studies and wisdom and the occult wrapped in. It's a lot of my training, but a lot of my training esoterically has been on the soul, the soul and its instrument. The soul is the vehicle for source expression and, and what we're actually doing here and how to do it, how, what we're actually doing, what you're doing individually, you know, why you're here, What's the difference between relating from wounding, what's from relating or reacting from the ego or responding from the soul? And what does that mean? What does the higher self mean? But in practical ways that you integrate in your life, but that you're living a higher vibrational frequency life, a life that's you not only feel and understand the integration that you are from the unified field of consciousness, that you are responding from that level. And you can realize when you're not. Now, what does this mean? It's game-changing. As we all embrace and open up more to the new emerging consciousness, we imbibe this consciousness. It sets off also these codes within us, these key codes. It unlocks dormant potentials and abilities, probabilities for us to, to view and live. We start living with foresight instead of just hindsight. We become the co-creator, the creator beings that we are. We open up those creator cells within our body-mind system, and it activates a symbiotic connection into the world, the earth, the universe, and we start living from that symbiosis, right? Which we all do, but it's been very unconscious. And consciousness, you can, you know, brings the ability to direct the light, the information, bringing into form to create something new, something better, more fulfilling, more loving, more fun. Not just for us, but those that come after us. So that we, the only way patterns change is you change them. They don't change by themselves. And you can see this with civilization. So we are in this really quantum leap. It's, it's, it's um, infinitesimal. It's infinite. But it's, it's, it, it's small compared to the totality of who we are and what we are multidimensionally. 
So there is a lot going on. There's a lot of different lenses to look at it, you know, philosophy, you know, religion, spirituality, mysticism, whether a Christian mysticism, you know, um, I would say more the Kabbalah, actually. The, um, to see that power, I got some amazing downloads that I'm going to be putting on Patreon um, about this system and what we're doing, because I do work with that spiritual hierarchy and oversouls. And it's profound. It is just profound what we're all doing here. This this awakening. It's like spring. We we go through these different layers and levels. These different rites and rituals of passage. We're entering a new gateway, a, a portal. But it does require that we also get the body in order to be receptive to the new energies patterning coming in it's a faster higher frequency energy it moves very quickly it's but it's it's heavy it's a lot it can be overwhelming it's less dense but but there's more units of energy that come in which means more information so we're processing a lot so we have to be very loving and kind with ourselves that we might need extra sleep or downtime or extra processing time or sometimes you just have to laugh at oh my god i made a mistake or what can i do you know what you know the other day i was so caught up in my readings uh for youtube my soul insights and tarot there was amazing reading the last two readings monday and then the posted today and the information that was coming through i was just so in it and also i didn't have to worry about how i looked i was just looking at the cards. I didn't have to worry about the lighting or anything. I was just in with the cards and spirit there and the guides coming through and the messages and I could feel everyone that was asking their questions. I could feel their energy and I was responding to the energy, connecting to the energy and feeling through the energetic patterning the desires, the wants, the needs, the questions, the prayers and I was open to that and then I realized Oh, my God, it's five after one, Patreon. <laughs> oh, gosh. And so then we had an amazing, amazing uh, Soul Path Journey or Salon on Patreon, and that was beautiful. And after I finished that, I went back and finished the readings. Um, and then I was so inspired, I did another one. I said, you know what, I can do this now. My energy is up because it takes a lot even though you're in the energy and it's amazing uh it, it just it, it does take a lot you're picking up a you're you know the physical body has its limitations um so let me tell you what are the videos that uploaded what changes and manifest yeah so i felt called to do a reading based on the eclipse season so april I think it's the 20th. We have our solar eclipse. So I really tuned in. I was like, okay, what is happening between April and October? What are the changes that are coming up for this specific soul groups? What are the soul stories? So I did what is manifesting for you the next three to six months, April to October, 
I put six months because really May. We're already in we're already in April. So what's this eclipse cycle bringing? What is it eclipsing out? I'm already seeing that. This is the thing. I love astrology because it does explain so much. But as a trans channel, conscious channel, I I already see things before the astrology is predicting it or saying or before the um, the date of the aspect. And I think astrologers that are more advanced will now admit that and say, yeah, you, you feel things more, you know, I would say even a month or two or two months before. Um, and if you know the aspects, what the aspects are, what the transits are that are coming up, even if you read something six months before, you could probably, you can, because again, metaphysically, right, where your attention where your attention goes, energy flows. Energy flows where your attention goes. So if your attention goes to a specific transit, you can already call in that energy and integrate it. It's already there. So if you know you're supposed to be preparing for something, a particular you know, aspect is going to be happening, a particular transit is you know, going to be affecting you in a certain way, you don't have to say, oh, well, that's only in March. I have to wait till March. No. If you see it, you can do it. Claim it. There is no time. I mean, we just use astrology or the idea of cycles or numerology cycles or birth dates or things like that. It's all very arbitrary, actually. Because if, we, if you have it in your awareness and your consciousness, then you can work with that energy. Now, you might, there may be timing as to a result or when you're ready to do something, maybe mentally, emotionally. They're, they're, we're always going to have chronological time on the earth plane. That's Saturn energy. We're always going to have that. That's part of it. But part of the awakening is also getting into the divine mind of, you know, no time. By the way, we talked about that also in uh, the Soul Path Journey or Salon about what is time or timing and what is consciousness as compared to being, you know, in, in this form of manifesting and what is mind abstract mind we talked about concrete mind and divine mind so uh it's fun because i'm i'm getting to share things that i learned from great great metaphysicians great spiritualists great uh spiritual teachers of esoteric studies and wisdom um and actually a lot that i'm sharing uh well not a a lot but a, a big a part of it from when I was in uh, London, when I was in England studying. And that's when I first knew about our guest that's going to be coming on at the second half of the program, Andrew Harvey, amazing author. And I learned of him, which I'll have to share with him through Matthew Fox. I studied with Creation-Centered Spirituality. Now I believe it's called Creation Spirituality. And... um, read a few of Andrew's books, and I do believe Andrew was probably in England around the same time I was teaching at some point. Um, but, you know, it is a time for the elders. I want to get his take because, uh, anyway, I'll save that for the second half of the, the program when we get to the awakening dialogue. But people are, re- I feel like the fluff is going to be over with. People are realizing, oh, this is no joke, these changes, what's happening on the earth plane, what is a What's happening and what is about to happen is no joke. I'd better study or I'd better work with or I'd better talk to or I'd better read the books or, or, or videos of the real deal. This is not, you know, if the meta, and some of my metaphysical teachers always said this, you know, when we lived in the luxurious time of not having 
you know, impending chaotic change uh, when our whole system was not dissolving. Um, if it doesn't make common sense or you can't use it, it's, it's really not a truism. Because even no matter how abstract metaphysics seems, or even me being as a starseed, there is a very practical aspect to that. And so really the practicality, especially with the North Node in Taurus, if we're looking at you know, the, the astrology and, and Uranus in Taurus, which is going to be there for quite a while, it's about grounding and centered and earthed. It's, 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 it is about, it's not about getting out of the body or disappearing. Those are very old concepts of a time when people weren't comfortable with the body. So a lot that was woven in particular religions or belief systems was like almost like you're here for punishment and you want to get out of the body or the body holds you down or the body is evil or the body has certain sensations and needs and it's not good, Get you know, meditate out of it, get out, you know. No, we're to embody, embody the new emerging consciousness into the body of our very body. Our very body is the higher divine consciousness. There is no separation. So very, very powerful, powerful time uh, right now. And I'm really happy to be with all of you, to share it with all of you. Um, thank you, Teresa. Salon was amazing. Hey, we got some white Callie lilies in the house. Yeah, good to see you. Good to see you guys are on in for a treat. Teresa's in the house. He's also in the house. Bob's in the house. <laughs> Sue's in the house. Okay, yeah, Teresa, the metaphysics salon was great. Soul path journeyer. Yeah, soul path journeyer salon. All right, let's get to callers. Three four seven five three nine five one two two two. Last week was amazing. Oh my God, talk about off the hook. Whew. I was humming from last week in the podcast. We had great callers, great questions, great insights from people calling in. Great revealing, great vulnerability. It was just metaphysical centered in the heart, connecting, you know, into the soul. I mean, it was really good. It was good. All right, 347-539-5122 is the number. Let's get to the first caller. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. It's Teresa. How are you? Hey, Teresa. Speaking of, I just said hi in the chat to you. <laughs> yeah, I just heard you. Uh, I, I would like to know, do you see anything happening around July? Um, something with a work situation? Okay, let's see. For you, let's see. Well, okay. Now, I get two things with you. I get something's ending work-wise or has ended, but I do feel you could get um, high. Okay, two things are coming. There could be something with your what you regularly do, and there could be something also with consulting, something that is more um, either consulting or event or workshop or something. And if you aren't doing that, you're going to be going into that um, arena is what I'm hearing. And I do see you setting okay. something up. I'm, 
almost like a PowerPoint. It, it, does this making sense? Uh, yeah, it does. I would like to uh, get into doing uh, consulting, something online. Also, um, I had applied. I haven't heard anything yet. I just applied a couple days ago that one of the um, it, it's called osmosis, and it works with uh, medical journals and all, and they're looking mm-hmm. for uh, consulting authors to pick up different projects and whatnot. Oh, okay. Well, that could be it because it's, it's showing yeah. project-based. It's definitely showing something with project, and it's going to get you thinking like, okay, I could do this or I could do this this way. So there definitely is something with you working, like I said earlier, consulting, and it's going to, but it's something it feels like, pro, yeah, it feels like project-based. Or it might okay. be two, three that months, may- and then you have something else. But down the road, too, there's something with you talking or coming to talk or show, or show a different way or a different approach to something that's in your field. Um, there is also going to be something that is in your field, which you may may do. I don't know. It, it's it's a few days a week. You've got you've got a few things coming up that I feel that okay. you're going to be able to create a new schedule around. Okay. Do you see anything about? Um, I'm in the process of applying for a locum job, but it's in Oregon. And it's supposed to start in July. Is that in your field? It's in cardiology, yes. Could be. That could be. Because I feel like there is something in your field or how you normally work. There is something along those lines. And then this other stuff also picks up. Oh, good. I'm hoping so the I other- would say just... Well, it's both, but you're you're still bridging is what I'm hearing. You're still bridging, and there's a reason why you're doing the cardiology stuff so that you um, – bridging and then credibility, because there is going to be something where you are kind of bridging the two or you're talking about this is what I do or integrate. Um, yeah, just hold hold to it. You're You're on the right track. You're definitely okay. on the right track. Yeah, something. All right, Teresa. Huh? Okay. No, I said you okay. said something also had ended. Yeah, something kind of ended before it, it even got started. So it was kind of a oh, very okay. strange situation. It was the thing where you had said the beginning, middle, and end, and I said I contacted somebody about information, and um, I never did hear back. I, I did close it, so from my end, Everything is closed. Oh, perfect. Oh, good, good. You did the beginning, man. Oh, good. Excellent. Okay. Well, that might be the ending. <laughs> that might be yeah, that I might be part of the ending. That. See, this is why yeah, I did I those readings because we there's a there, you know, we don't always have to have hard endings. Usually when we have a, a solar eclipse, there is, there is something that ends or a way of doing something or it could be approach. It can literally be some kind of ending with a situation or a relationship. But usually the solar eclipse is something that's much more external. When we get to the lunar eclipse that's coming up in May, um, the solar eclipse is Aries, uh, Libra, uh, Axis, and the, the other one is the Scorpio Taurus. 
uh, or Taurus Scorpio, and then in October, you know, we we switch we will switch it. But um, the lunar is usually something kind of emotional and maybe more inward around the home. Um, it could usually be like an awareness or a different idea or a different approach to something. So yeah, you're falling right into that kind of. I'm ending doing this this way or with this person or this kind of situation, and I'm taking my energy, not leaving it hanging, and, and bringing it in the present to use. Yeah. All right, Teresa, keep us posted is how it all unfolds. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. Uh, this is Carla. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi, Carla. Hi. Hi. So, yeah, uh, I'm calling again about my condo. Um, So I'm just wondering what you see around this. Um, We've had excitement. Like, people come in, they stay a while, and then, um, you know, nothing really transpires in terms of them making a firm offer. So I'm just wondering what you see around this now. Um, I think I see the same thing when I had said May, (laughs) and you said, oh, my God, that's so long, or this or that. Um, Oh, did you say May? Oh. I, I don't yeah, know. I did. I, I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah, that's okay. Okay, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so nothing. This time, I think I'm, I was hopeful because we lowered the price again slightly. So, uh, just to try and stimulate more interest. Okay. It's going to sell. It's just it's just when. I mean, things are softening in that area. You know, you put I don't know, you may even have to take it off and put it back on. Let's see. Is this condo going to sell and if so when? I definitely, yeah, it's definitely going to sell. Um Mhm. That's not the issue. Possibility. But I definitely said spring and I said more I think even May, June or more May. I kept seeing I think the last time you called in I thought May. And you, I, don't, I yeah, said I, don't I didn't recall. see anything. You said some people had uh-huh. looked at it, but I said I they, yeah. one person wasn't sure about it, or the mother wasn't sure. Right, um, right, yeah. They, they they somehow just disappeared, and they had come like three times. First, the parents came, then yeah. the, the the daughter came with the mom, and then the last. Here's time, the thing: the I think you're going to have to just really let go of it because I do feel it is going to be yeah. someone that looks at it. And then basically yeah. walks away, or you don't hear from, and then comes back. So right I now, see. there's you know it's tax season in the United States. It's not people are looking, uh-huh. but they're going to know uh-huh. more later. And I would say really, um, here's the deal. I've been predicting. I do see real estate going down more, especially I would say uh-huh. next year. So I think uh-huh. you know people. I just look psychically, but there are people in the know by whatever the, you know the the facts and figures, however they graphs and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Same with stock market. I have some of those kind of clients, and they oh, this is that, and this is that, and it's happening. So I think people are are, are looking at that. But I do feel you. it is going to sell. It is going to sell. Right. I see you moving. Uh-huh. I definitely okay. see you out of there. And uh-huh. it'll be somebody that's – it's not somebody that – it'll be somebody that's looked – you know, maybe a few times uh-huh. left and then come back. It's not going to be someone that goes, oh, this is great. Let's do it now. There, there's going to be some, you know, back and forth with it. Oh, I All right, so really think it's someone that's come yeah. before. Oh, I remember the May. I think you said uh, that I would be moving around May. 
Mm-hmm. That's what I recall. So hopefully okay, I don't know about that, but yeah. Soon. Yeah, hopefully something happens soon then. So so you think it's somebody that's already seen it and will come back. So it won't be Yeah, but I don't know if it's somebody that mm-hmm. sees it in May, you know, in May. This is such a quick yeah. read and the best yeah, thing that you can do is focus on it, think about it and then try to do something to take your mind off of it. I do, Michelle. To it, create it, a little it, bit of a yeah. are, are you? Are you a breather? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank I know you so it's much, stressful, Michelle. right? It's it, stressful. It is. Yeah, you guys just I know it, done. it is. I know it's <laughs> so stressful when we're waiting for something. Ah, and yes, we're waiting absolutely. for something to then be able to do something else. All right, sweetie, absolutely. big hug. Okay, thank you hug. so much, Bye. Michelle. Thank you. You're Bye. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Who's this? Hello. Hi. You can hear me. Yeah. I'm sorry. What's your name? Sorry, What's I your first name? This is Kathy. <laughs> Kathy. I was Kathy what are you doing, Kathy, in there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm like, you know, I was finally able. I haven't been able to listen to the show and participate because of work and everything, and I had the time to do it today. So I was like, let me call in just to say hi, even though we saw each other on Saturday, which was amazing. Oh, but, wasn't Saturday great? Yes, it was, and, and like oh I said in the chat, I just, I always look forward to the Soul Path Salon because I feel like it's a great way to start off the month, and it just, it just feels so good, and just hearing the insights and the things that are coming up, or just the things that are being shared, I just really appreciate it, so I'm happy to be participating in it. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to have you there. I mean, everybody would, oh. We're, we're, you know, you can see because you build a rapport as we've been going on for a while. And, um, and of course, new people come in, and, and that's fine, too. I think it helps because people can watch the, you know, replays or the other, Replay. you know, um, inner work that we've done or sharings that I've had, you know, the focus. But, yeah, I feel like I could just feel everybody's busting out to a, a new level pretty amazing yes definitely so i'm not i'm not going to stay on too long i also want to say too practical question i really do appreciate the pick of cards especially the last two that you did i think the one with the past life and then i think whatever changes or something that were coming up really really like great 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 stuff oh good (laughs) oh good yeah i'm going back you know i should have stayed with how i was doing it before but then i had you know i let myself be swayed somebody was like oh you're public you need to why aren't you showing your face Mm -hmm. and then i found myself not being in my joy because i'm like oh god i gotta put makeup on i gotta make sure my hair looks good uh and then the lighting too you know, it, it was yeah, raining. I, even, and I, feel, I feel like the videos come out great. So I know for myself I'm not even thinking about that. I just appreciate the the message because that's, I mean, that's the yeah. main thing. Well, that's why I'm just going to do it now with you just see the cards. I figure when I do the video um, podcast on YouTube and, and people can see me on Instagram, because I had quite a few people complaining, oh, you want to see your, why aren't you showing your face? So I'm like, okay, <sighs> I'll show my face. Now I'm like, you know what? My voice, the hands, the messages, and the cards is coming through. Yes. Because like I said earlier, the lighting, because if it's dark or it starts to rain, that changes the lighting. You know, right. you can't yeah. see the, uh, the, the 
you know, the cards as much. This way with the lighting right on it, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's dark out. I can light those cards up, my crystals. You get to, And then you can just sit there and tune in. Right, yes. Be taken yes. away through the energy <laughs> of the reading, and that's what I want to do again. For, so, oh, did you like, oh, we did the ritual. Did you do the candle ritual? The ritual? Monday, I think. Well, Monday, oh, the no. cards that I, I, well, I did the candle ritual, but you can do it on your own, too. I did oh, how to do, okay. um, yeah, the candle. Now, I did it for each soul story. I did the candle, but if you want to do it further, you can also. I showed you how to do it. But oh, I'm going to yes. be doing a okay. workshop on different ways of um, spell casting and manifesting and uh, bend runes. Yes. At some yes, point. Yes, I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Yes. I would yeah, love to that's going to that. be fun. Yeah, we'll do rune yeah. scripts and. Anyway, magic. We're going to do it on magic. Yes. So, Kathy, <laughs> what's your question? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, question, question. And I hope this is not going to be too much of a downer. I hope it's a good, you know. Um, um, any question? No, every question is perfect. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so, I just want to, it's, it's about my daughter. Um, she has been experiencing some bodily things. And I just mm-hmm. wanted to check in to see if you felt that it was anything, like, serious. Um, because uh, the way it's looking, like, she won't be able to get an appointment until the, the middle of next month. Um, and not knowing what's going on is going to drive me nuts. So I didn't know if, like, you can just tune it in. It seems like it's time. light, but it is going to have something that has to have treatment. Now, these kinds of questions are kind of hard to do with a real quick. Um, okay. But I will say, what can I tell you about your daughter? Think of her. She's going to be fine. For some reason, I feel like there could be tr- treatment or multiple things done. Now, there may be being something taken to clear it up. Does that make sense, to clear it up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there may be mm-hmm. something, medication, something, something to clear it up. And mm-hmm. um, you may even look at other alternatives, or they may say, oh, you want to do this or that. I, I definitely see coming back also. Okay. So and maybe that's a checkup. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not getting any, like, warning, warning. I'm not getting anything, you know, you are kind of being a little cryptic, so i got to kind of just go off of the energy. Let's see. Okay. I can, I, can, I can say this. It's a gastrointestinal thing. So, and that's all okay. that I know as far as her symptoms right now. Um I had to schedule uh, a gastroenterologist, but they're, like, so backed up. And like I said, she won't be the. So, so they're probably going to give her something. I feel medication or maybe even um, – I also hear something with hormones. I don't know if that's you or her. But also I feel like it could be um, antibiotics or something. There's something to clear it up, like an infection kind of thing is what I'm getting. Okay. Okay, that makes sense because they did do blood work sense? for her yesterday. Yes, and her blood, the way it came back to me, I thought it was blaring, but they just said, "No, it's it's not blaring, but we just know that there might be an infection going on, and we're going to send you over here to this person." Oh, so, that's why. 
So that's what I get, infection, and then okay. it, it sounds like you already are going back and forth. Because there's a yeah. lot of back and forth with this thing. But whatever <laughs> yes, it's, it's ultimately given does clear it up. But I think there might have to be, I don't know if it's dietary, there's going to be some kind of changes. I feel that, okay. That makes stress, sense. I don't know. There's, there will be some kind of changes, there will be some kind of medication, clear it up. But as long as it's not yeah, something that's like, like cancer or anything like that, I'm just like, I can't even deal with that right now. Well, don't go there. Don't 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 don't, don't do any more Google research. Don't go there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Kathy. Keep us posted, please, as to how she's doing and how how you're yes. how she's feeling. Okay. Yes. Will do. Thank you so much. I appreciate. And send you. you some light and prayers and yeah, but you're in the process. You talk to the doctors and they got it, you know, under good care. Yes. Yes. And that's what counts. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. Big hug. Thank you. Bye. Big hug. All right, bye. Yeah, and stay on the line. We have got a great guest coming on. So if you no, know, I will. Listen I'm in the here. chat. Or okay, okay, cool, cool. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Katie. How are you? Katie, I'm doing well. Hi, I have. <laughs> Good to hear you too. Um, I let me see what's going on with me. So I am currently in New York, but I am open to moving to Charlotte, North Carolina. And um but I'm interviewed for a position in New York and it's paying I guess more than enough money and it's with a company I would want to work with. I am currently working and it's remote but the position with another company in person. So the position I got is like it, it pays okay but I want more than enough money, you know. So I'm just wondering about either moving with the position I got that's remote to Charlotte or possibly getting the position in New York that's in person. Now, Katie, Mm -hmm. you're not Mm -hmm. asking me a psychic question. You're asking me a Katie question. What do (laughs) you want want to energy about it? Um, huh? I'm open. To, I'm open to both. I'm open. Well, the bet. What do you really? Part of I get what, from you. If mm-hmm. I if I reflect mm-hmm. back and and feel your energy, okay. you do like working remotely. I do. The yeah? other position is hybrid. It's hybrid. So to be some okay. days in office and then some days off. Okay. Some days at home. That would satisfy. Yeah. That would satisfy the social part of you that yeah. likes to socialize. Um, yeah. Okay, if I put my little psychic tuner on and tune into your energy, I definitely feel you. eventually you're going to move. I feel you want to move. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, I do. <laughs> and it, yeah, and, and spirit always says and. We're, the ego mm-hmm. goes either or. So and and mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. So and you want to increase the income. I feel you can do both. Yes. Now, it might take a little bit of trust and faith and a little bit of due diligence and planning, my suggestion would be is plan for both. So even if you take something temporarily where you are, Mm -hmm. my suggestion would be to plan for that move to be really where you want, where you really want to be. Yeah. Because, yeah, but the thing is, you have to decide what do you, do you want, which which do you, 
I feel like, like 60, feel 40, like... which one do you want more of? You want the lifestyle, you want to move, and you want to increase the income. Yes. I feel like I've been looking, say, for positions that are 100% remote, and I've applied, but I haven't heard anything back. And I've also applied, say, for the town I want to move to. It's like cricket, 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 cricket. Only thing I interview for two positions that paying more than enough. They're literally, they're literally in New York, but they're both hybrid. So I feel like. Well, there's I your just, answer, though. Okay. See, a lot of times oh, really? we get our answer. Okay. Yes, because a lot of times. Remember, <laughs> okay. the higher self works in increments. So uh-huh. if you already got your answer, and I deal with this all the time with clients and in my workshops, and I have to remind myself. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because we get our, we get our answer, but we're thinking either or. Well, I really want to move and then have the position, or I want to only be remote. So, a lot of times, our higher self, in fact, all the time, mm-hmm. gives us steps. Mm-hmm. There's always steps, and there's reasons in those steps because, you know, we're here on this planet. Yes, we, it, we're to learn. We learn. We you know we you know earn income, but that's not the real thing. Mm-hmm. The real thing is just to experience and express ourselves as souls. Learning right. is a byproduct. Money is a byproduct. So you're probably meant to connect with some people at this new job because I feel like the social, there is a part of you that wants to get out and about yeah. and meet some people yes. and be more yes. social. Yes. That's a big part yes. for you, but you don't want to yes. do it all the time. You like working remotely. So I yes. feel like yes. whatever, this is a perfect stepping stone for you. This is, there's some great opportunities that are co- going to come for you and then you'll be in a position to then really decide yeah. where's my next move. I, yeah, this yeah, next step yeah, is going to be that. perfect for you. Yeah, because yeah. I could always get a like say a nice place up here too and save up and plan it. It doesn't have to be exactly. right away. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would say spirit or God works in t- either in a holy instant or the eleventh hour. If we're doing okay. too much planning in between, it's our ego. Because right? you, you pray and hope mm-hmm. and wish for something, and then, oh, my God, it happens. Oh, I can't. Be- oh, wait, whoa, I'm not ready. Oh, my God, it happens. Or it's the 11th hour. I can't do this anymore. I don't know what I'm going to. Oh, my God, it's taking so long. And then the 11th hour it comes through. And so I just could keep doing what with you're the doing. money I have. Like with the position I have, I could, but it just will be – just it w- I, w- I would probably have to get another job, or it wouldn't be saying money left over. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's by what you've told me. It sounds like you got yeah. your message. My you, answer. You're right okay. where you need to be. You got your answer. You got your message. You got yeah. You're okay. right where you need to be. Enjoy the socializing, okay. the stepping out, the new yeah. routine, and then you'll the next will unfold for you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. Keep us posted as to how all unfolds. I will. Thank you. Let's see. I just saw our guest, and now I don't see their number. Hmm. Gosh, just right. 1249. Where is our guest? Okay, I'm going to email Sadie to see where our guest is, and I will... Uh, let's do our next caller. Hi, you're on air. Ciao, Michelle. It's Zoe. Hi. Good. Um, How are you? Okay. I'm I'm hanging in there. So I've had a lot of a lot of things transpire. I missed 
the window opening in order to get the procedure, the surgery to repair the nerve damage that's causing the paralyzation on my right side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I missed that window and, um, you know, of course, two days after my, my mother wants to try and, and show up and be this hero. And I basically, um, you know, told her, no, you know, don't, don't come. You're not welcome. And I just, I like, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, what, what comes next? You know, like, what do I do? Like, I wasn't able to um, fund enough, but I do see or feel like some more funding and like, what is it, what is it meant to go for if it's not specifically this surgery? Because like, I don't really know if I need the plastic surgery. I needed the nerve damage. This is a lot for me to answer here, Zoe. Yeah. yeah. And and maybe there's a connection, you know, there's so much going on with you that the the connection with the mother, maybe opening to receive help, you know, receive assistance without feeling um, that you are. um, Everything in my soul was like, like overwhelmed, like anxiety, like anger, like, about her, uh, like, trying to show up. So I guess, like, is is this anger? Well, is, is she this, is like, showing is, up, is though, this, right? No, I told her not to. I, I, Why? I, I, because I'm, because it's, um, because it's increasing my headache, my stress, my anxiety, my, like, anger, uh, just the thought. Okay. What's your question for me? The guest was just on. I can't. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, What's your question? Because what, there's what? so much going on with you. There's so much that, that emotional yeah, healing what, that just, needs to take place, and that emotional healing now is starting to manifest yeah, as physical just, I, things going on. Yes, and I feel like keeping things that are things or people that are toxic kind of removed. And I just want to know: is this right? Is this correct? I'm not really. Sh- I mean, my head is not right so yeah just um yeah i don't know am i protecting myself or am i pushing people away i guess would be i think the pushing people away sometimes we need to allow people to show up to help us because you could look at it reciprocation or paying back and you know that opens the door to to healing and, and and forgiveness. That's not letting people off the hook, but you reformatting in your mind and to being able to take that energy that's held back or hung back forward. So I feel you've got a lot of things here. You know, there's a lot going on in your life, and it is it is manifesting to a greater degree into either physical ailments or physical things happening now. Ah, there's Andrew. All right, sweetie, keep me keep us posted. I got to go. I hope that gives you some information and insight. Um, yes, okay? For more inner work? It's or, a, I, yeah. Well, inner, I think the opening, I mean, I can't, what you're asking me is pretty, it's, there's so many layers yeah. to it. It's, it's no, about know, forgiveness. Know, know. It's about working through with your mom. It's about emotional healing. It's about what you need to do physically on the medical side. 
So you've got – it's not a quick answer, but I do b- believe the wisdom of what you said of, of not pushing people away, maybe opening to receive. Maybe it is the funds from your mother. Maybe it is her, her helping to a certain degree. Because you have to get, you have to get through this, you know, yeah. if you want I just, to. I just feel like she needs to show up for me how I need her, like, and if that's not in well, my space because it's detrimental but, to my energy, okay, then okay, it's I can't, better I, than not. Okay, I hear you. I can't be as present to to answer this fully because it's so. Yeah. You've got so yeah. many layers to this. You know, so I would say, trust your intuition. Do what's best for you on a healing level. And by the way, not everybody shows up in the way that we want. On an ego level, right? But it, sometimes you need money, you need help, you need funding, you need a place to stay. Sometimes we have to let people show up the way that they can, and then have boundaries as to how much we get entwined. Okay, our guest is back on. Um, Thank continue you so listening. Much. All right, big hug. All right, if you didn't get your question answered, I am here uh, every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Now, it is time for our second half of the program uh, for our Awakening Dialogue. We have with us today Andrew Harvey, uh, religious uh, leader, teacher, writer, uh, scholar, and author of over 300, or 300, wow, are you going to be writing more, Andrew? <laughs> it seems like 300, over 30 books. Uh, some of which I have uh, read. So let's get to Andrew. Hey, Andrew, how are you? Great. I'm. I'm going to be talking about my new book, um, Radical Regeneration. I yes. know. I've read some of your. I read Walk um, Walk with Four Spiritual Guides, Hidden Journey, Spiritual ah, Awakening. Ones, yes. Yeah, the earlier. Well, because I first knew of you through Matthew Fox. I studied with yes. the Education Center. Yes, I in England. Yes. Um, yes, so I studied with him and uh, of course you've been such a great influence on not just me but so many people. So I'm glad to bring you now to this audience. Um I'm sure Thank a lot of so people much. that are listening are know you of you in, also. Are you an audience in uh England? Where are you? Well, I'm in California now. I'm in Southern California, but I I lived in England for three years ah, uh, and studied ah, there. No. Yes. 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 So, and I think you were there probably too for a period yes, of time. Yes, I lived you were in teaching. San Francisco for three breathtaking years. I loved it. God, California oh, is wonderful. paradise. Yes. Wonderful. Well, I'm excited for this conversation. I'm extra excited because I, you know know of you, read your books, and, you know, really respect your work and your path. Thank you, darling. Um, but also, now reading your bio, you another book that I read by Paul Levy, or Levi, Wetico, Dispelling Wetico, Breaking the Curse of Evil. Yes, great, great um, book. Great book, and so, you know, appropriate for now, very apropos. Well, are you going to um, interview it, it, me on my book? Because I'm not giving interviews, just general interviews. I'm giving book interviews on my yeah, new I book. Yeah, I am. I'm getting because, there. I am there. Oh, good. So, hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just excited to give background. So what I wanted to um, tie, you know, ask you and tie in with your book, uh, Radical How long is the interview? Because this, this, it's been very confusing getting on, and nobody told me how long it was going to be, and it was cancelled, and you only got back to us today. So 
it would be nice if you told me a few specifics like how yeah i don't know that it was canceled i don't know how that go i don't know if it was canceled i i don't we have a producer and a booker a scheduler so i i don't really know uh, about that but usually people come come on about 1250 to about 1 uh 1250 to about 130 oh um, great. oh that's lovely darling yeah. that's fine oh perfect yeah so I wanted to tie in because um, the radical regeneration, um, sacred activism and renewal of the world, uh, which why I mentioned the the spelling Wetico, is because yours seems to tie into part of the answer to that. Um, Well, yes, we hope so. Paul did the the major introduction to it, as you probably can see. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the impetus for radical regeneration, um, sacred activism, and renewal of the world. So let's just talk about that a little bit broadly, and coming from the title perspective, and then to are we you, on what actually is now? Are we on now? Oh yeah, we're live. Oh yeah, we've been. Oh live. yes, you never told me. No, it's okay. Oh yeah, it's a live show. Yeah, it's a live podcast. Uh, no, people lovely. are listening. Okay. They're in the chat. They're online. They They're are listening. listening. Oh, that's yes. good. This has been a very like confusing a day. Okay, <laughs> I know for me too, but it's. I'm glad to have you here, and you know, just you showing up is amazing. Darling, we're going through a major world evolutionary crisis. I think everybody listening and you too know that we are in a shattering and terrifying global dark night, which is going mm-hmm. to get dramatically worse because it's a mm-hmm. polycrisis in which huge crises on every level are breaking out all together. We're in climate collapse, where a million species are on the brink of death. Capitalism is going crazy. We have the rise of authoritarianism all over the world. There's a great spiritual yeah. malaise. And all of these things together are potentially driving us towards rapid extinction. That's the bad mm-hmm. news. But My book is dedicated to the good news, to the news that this global dark night process is a birthing process, potentially, because just as Mm -hmm. in the mystic's life, when a mystic gets confronted with the dark night, the real dark night, which is the process by which his or her full self is tragically and ruthlessly dismantled, just as that process reveals divine consciousness and catapults the mystic into quite another level of evolution, so I believe the radical regeneration that is being offered the human race now goes through this crisis, a crisis which is ordained to humble us, to make us aware of how dangerous our illusions are about ourselves and how dangerous all the habits we've evolved out of separation, habits of domination, habits of lust for money and power, habits of deep, deep ignorance of the harmony and interdependence that govern the universe, all of those can be burnt away so that we together can emerge as a much humbler, much more reverent, much more inspired, much more compassionate, much more harmonious, much more just human race, working together to build a new world. That's what I mean, and what this book celebrates about radical regeneration. 
This book is, was written in four different parts over five years of retreat. So it's a massive statement of where we are and what we can do to get through it and to thrive in this chaos and align ourselves with this birthing impulse rather than becoming paralyzed by denial or despair. So that's what it's yeah. about. And that polarity, that that's where I feel many are at. Some are awakening and finding that center point of what they can actually do um, individually. What are the individual yes. changes, right, that they need to do. Um, now, Andrew, from what you say, okay, so five years, retreats, four parts. What did you say? What what did you see, or and what are you seeing now in this transformation or transmutation of energy that's creating the transformation, the outer transformation? Well, first of all, I think it's important to really get very grounded. I think okay. it's very important for people to stop pretending that we are not in danger of extinction. I think it's mm. very important for people yeah. to stop not seeing or denying the extremity of what we are facing because yes. the way in which this whole crisis is divinely set up is that only those who can dive deep enough into themselves to become strong enough will get through because only they will be able to face the truth of what we're doing and mm -hmm. galvanize themselves through divine practice and sacred action to respond. It's no use pretending yeah. it isn't going on because the fact that it is going on is divinely ordained and made, meant to bitch slap the hell of us away. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're in the bitch slap, the rude awakening. Yeah, the tap yes, didn't and it's work. coming from every direction. Turn to the climate, bitch slap. Yeah. Turn to yeah. medicine and potential for new epidemics, bitch slap. Turn to politics or authoritarianism, bitch slap. Turn to the spiritual yeah. world and all you hear is lollipops and dancing in the long grass, yeah. another bitch slap. The whole thing is revealing itself as a fantasy, as an illusion, as corrupt. And that is enough to drive anybody out of their minds if they're not grounded in deep mystical knowledge and if they're not dedicated to doing something real in the core of their lives. So I'm not, yeah. we're not playing pat-a-cake with people in this book because there's no point at this level. If you go to a doctor and you're analyzed with leukemia and you slap the doctor and say, no, I've only got a common cold, I don't want chemotherapy, I want aspirin, the doctor's going to look at you as if you're out of your mind and certainly won't give you aspirin and will recommend chemotherapy. So what mm -hmm. this book is, is a diagnosis of the human predicament as a dark night that could end in extinction rapidly if we don't find in ourselves the strength and the courage to face things as they are and the passion to go forward, truly dedicating ourselves to mystical transformation and radical sacred action together. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I love that you say the bringing the mystical, because my sense is with this awakening and the, the call for that radical regeneration, which to me also means there's a level of truth and transparency, which I feel you're alluding to. 
is we have to somehow embrace the mystical, the the mystic within, the the spirit or spirituality. There's no Um, hope for us if we don't. If we don't. Because how will we be able to find the strength in a death Christ? Look, everything is falling apart, everything's burning, everything's dying. Mm-hmm. Most people are absolutely freaked out when they even begin to glimpse that because they're glimpsing it with the eyes of the ego. So all they can feel is, oh, my God, my God, everything I am is going to be destroyed. A response like that, which comes from the ego, is understandable, but it sure as hell isn't going to help. The only mm-hmm. response that could possibly help in a situation like this is one that is born out of deep wisdom. And deep wisdom is only acquired through mystical practice because deep wisdom is knowledge of our essential deathless divine identity and of the enormous power that belongs to us as human beings when we realize that we are made of the substance of the light and children of the father-mother. You can say those things And a lot of people have the talk, but talking the talk is not going to help. You're going to have to experience the depth and the beauty and the splendor and the majesty and the passion and the power and the peace and the force and the energy of authentic realization to be able to rise to the challenges of this time at all. So it's not a question of perhaps we should get in touch with our mystic within. It's a question of, for God's sake, kick away everything but the mystic within and really plunge into practice and discover who you are and get going by putting what you discover about love into action immediately in the core of your lives. That's the way forward. Right. People are laughing in the chat about the bit slap, and it's they're saying it's so true. It <laughs> is. I mean, every time you turn it on is. the TV these days, you get a bit slapped, don't you? Because the yeah. world is falling apart. It's meant to. Yeah. It it's cannot to, go yeah. on. We cannot go on as we are raping and pillaging the environment, erecting a completely consumerist culture with no values, worshipping celebrity power and success and money while immense amounts of people and animals suffer horribly. We can't go on like that. We've created this crisis out of our own hubris and pride. It's time for us to get humble, to get clear, to get down with God, and to get going. It's time to get going. You mentioned right, animals. Right, on every level, and, yeah. Yeah, what do you... What do you um, Make, because, you know, animals have, all of nature has been affected, our, even our own true nature, our inner nature. Um, but what would affected? you say about that? Are you that? kidding me? The seas yeah. are yeah. dying. The fishes are yeah. dying. The animals are dying. Every 60 seconds an elephant is killed. Animals are being slaughtered with obscene cruelty in our abattoirs. A million species are on the edge of extinction because of our insanity. And there's an epidemic of utter animal brutality in all of our cities. So if that's affected, that's an interesting word to choose. Animals, we become the gauleiters of a worldwide Auschwitz torturing the animal races to death. 
that's what we've become. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could say the same thing is 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 towards us in various ways. The contortion yes. that the, the right the mainstream world or mainstream of consciousness of trying to fit in. Um, we torture ourselves what? because we torture the animal in ourselves by torturing it in animals. Yes. So yes. everything we do to the web of life is rebounding on us in a great mm-hmm. spiritual crisis of dissociation, loneliness, separation, paralysis, stupidity, and denial. Yeah. It's everywhere, isn't it? Look around. It is everywhere. Yeah. I know metaphysically we look at evil as um, a misuse of power some type of power, energy force, access, that this power is misused. But that isn't an adequate vision of evil. Evil isn't mm, simply a misuse. Oh, look, it it's, doesn't begin to be adequate because evil is far more than a misuse of power. Evil is a black and horrifying delight in the perverted dominance over others, in causing yeah. pain, in manipulating. It's not a misuse It's a deliberate, perverted, cruel, shatteringly conscienceless manipulation of power to ensure one's own dominance and to delight in the pain that ensuring that dominance creates. That power over Trump. Yeah, Let's what about get it? real about these words are really important, darling, because if people use bland words, they have bland reactions. Mm-hmm. If What's bland? Un- bland means blah. Means no, I know what bland is. What, which word is yeah. bland to you? Misuse. It's not a misuse of power. It's a deliberate perversion of power, conscious perversion of power, to ensure yeah. dominance. And that is, you see, because if you say misuse of power, it means that there's a kind of way in which they could use power properly. The people who choose to do evil are, in a sense, locking themselves in their own life. Well, it's using power for a wrong purpose or use, which could be perversion. I mean, if you miss something, you you pervert it. I mean, you could say the same. Yes, that's true. Mm -hmm. So what... In this awakening and in this, to get to this level of renewal, what would you say yes. are some things that people need to to look at personally in in their lives? Because most people want to know that are listening. Well, what can I obviously read your book? Um, but what would they start to integrate or look at? What would be a conscious, tangible first step? That well, think would I think be you know. It's a very big book, and it took five years to write. And it Mm -hmm. really cannot be boiled down into a few platitudes. I didn't Mm -hmm. spend five years of my life with Carolyn Baker at the time of my life when I'm approaching, I'm in my 70s now, at a time when I know the whole world's future depends upon certain essential messages getting through. I didn't do that to produce a few platitudes. I can't do it like that. What mm-hmm. I can well, say Well, I'm not is, asking for a platitude. I'm just asking from your knowledge and what you saw, because people are listening right now and they're going to be charged up, and maybe something that can begin to start shifting their course, awareness. I'd love to do yep. that, but let, let, me, let me just introduce the three main themes of the book. Okay. 
That's yes, great. that might be valuable. You clearly have not read yes. it, so it's not. I would like to have a chance to talk no, about it. No, I just it. got your information today, so that's it. I Madam, just got your information today. I didn't receive your book. I haven't received your book. So. Well, or PDF me, or, or, me or, or PDF. A, let me come on another time then to to really talk about it because to to talk about a book this deep and this profound and this in which you've poured your whole life's work on to someone who hasn't read it and really can only ask general questions that's you can imagine how humiliating that is really oh my gosh i thought this was a great conversation i thought our list you know in the chat people are really loving what you're saying and very inspired to to get your book and get your especially right now, to get your take? Well, okay, then. I'll try. Oh, I appreciate it. Yes, and next time when you have a distinguished person on, please do the work of reading their book because it's extremely upsetting. You can imagine. We spend our lives sweating blood to get the message clear for people. So, here's the message. The first thing that you can do is to take up seriously a mystical practice. Really seriously, realizing that as long as you approach this crisis from a barren, frightened, defiant, denial place, you are totally screwed because the crisis is not going to relax. It's going to get dramatically worse soon. The new report from the United Nations about the climate has said that we have at most seven years left if we don't start to act right now, which is, of course, highly unlikely given the state of the world and the state of denial. So that's where we are. Knowing mm-hmm. that, if you want to really become awake plunge into practice and there's one practice that I would strongly recommend to everybody and that is that you really start saying the name of God by whatever name you love God in the core of your heart whatever name is your name say it say it say it say it and integrate it into the fabric of your life the great Hindu mystics who knew that this age was the age of Kali Yuga and who know that we're now on the brink between the final and the penultimate stages of Kali Yuga, between the truly serious and the lethal, say that the great practice that the divine has ordained for this time is the saying of the name of God because it can be done anywhere. So start mm-hmm. saying the name of God with love and faith and Mysteries will be mm-hmm. revealed to you. Right. Now, how about how we treat seriously. each other? Andrew, how, where would that fit in? How we treat ourselves and treat each other? Would that well, fit in that with... that is very important, but the, how we treat each other cannot just be with idiot compassion. Because right, we're coming crisis, from the ego. Yes. Like, like more compassion or appreciation for each other. Do you think that that well, will really help? Love, but also clarity. 
right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not, we can't just be sentimentally enabling of each other to continue trundling along in the illusions and fantasies and, and stupidities that we've done. We have to somehow fuse together great compassion with great clarity, great courage to tell the truth, and risk relationships sometimes when they've been founded on collusion. We've got to be a lot braver, both in the way we love and in the way we stand up to and for the truth. Mm-hmm. So it's not just... And I think that starts, too, with individual people, right, with individual conversation, yes. having that respect yes. of people. Yes, but the respect yeah. has to be earned. It isn't something we respect naturally, but if people aren't respecting us, we need to call them to it because with... Otherwise, the whole thing just becomes a mushy, marzipani mess of false communication. Mm-hmm. So I'm not part of the New Age that believes we all should go around being sweet and talking in soft voices. This, it's a very good thing to be loving, but loving also has a fierce side, and sometimes loving has oh, to yeah. tell the truth. Yeah. yeah. And in our case, I think, in the case of where we are, we need a lot more people like those two young, amazing black guys in Tennessee who, when they were expelled from the Senate, they didn't say, oh, we love you, we think you're so nice. They said, you're full of it. You've been racists for years. This is a racist move. We extend forgiveness to you, but you bloody better change because you're not doing anything about guns, and guns are killing our children. That's the voice. Mm-hmm. And where do you think that voice comes from? Passion. It comes from the broken heart. It comes from the heart that's outraged at what is going on. It comes from the heart that is absolutely exhausted by the lies, the trivialities, the frivolities, the fantasies, the weakness, the inability to deal with things as they are. hmm and as they Doesn't are, it? what does that mean? As they yeah, are, dying, I, I, burning, exploding, dying. suffering, horrifying. Mm-hmm. Look at this America that we're in. We have a psychopathic president. We have a completely dysfunctional Republican Party that is selling violence and choosing the most disgusting and obscene policies. We have... Uh, Hardly any movement on climate change, although Biden did get a book, a good bill through. We have terrifying agony in schools from guns. We have women being excluded from choice over their own bodies. We have gay people being humiliated and drag shows being closed down and transgender people being demonized. That's how things are. Yeah, partially. (laughs) Partially. No, that's how things are in the suffering world. Things are also filled with love and beauty and joy. And there's a a person Mm -hmm. practicing a violin just above my head and there's friendship. But don't let's pretend that all the things that I've just described aren't there, aren't savagely powerful, Mm -hmm. and aren't threatening this this nation with collapse, with the collapse of democracy. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're on that collapse. We've gone as far as we can with that idea of separation, of that collapse in that 
Kali Yuga, if you will. But in many ways, we really are so? in that. Honestly, the, yeah. do you really think so? I don't. I've been around think- the New Age for 40 years. I don't see the, the major turning point is not people just sitting about and saying, we don't want to be in separation anymore, because they only really stop being in separation when they start actually doing something in sacred activism to stop the madness. I guess I do see that, as a, you know, whether individually as a therapist, transpersonal psychologist, and and working with people and workshop I, I I do see that people there is definitely an awakening it, it, it may be just as disparate as what is going on on the other side the dis- yes. destruction and the rights being taken away I think we have both I think that's I, yes I we do a, there are people right? waking up but the people who are waking up are showing us how to wake up the people who are waking up are like those two young men in Tennessee, like the great mm. black African-American women who are really leading the anti-abortion movement, like the great African-American preachers like William Barber who are saying, how can you call yourself a Democrat when you allow millions of people to go to bed well, hungry this is, in you this know, country? Okay, Andrew, this is, a, this is a good thing to bring up because you, you have what happens on a, on a social or a, a group level or a more public stage. But then you also do have those individuals, those, you know, mothers or fathers or, or, or parents or, that are teaching their tif- uh, children differently or they're opening up um, different types of schools. You know, there's, yes. a, there's a lot of, yeah, father's right. kind of in that creativity, yes. Yeah, but there is a lot with the individual, like, you know, and it's like as a grassroots, you're, you handle things from maybe a more public or, you know, perhaps well-known or well-looked upon. But no, upon. no, it's not that. It's, it's not it's that. Bu- it's not that because the situation itself is too extreme for those inner solutions, beautiful and creative though they are, to have much traction. It's going so fast, I don't fast, agree. I don't agree because I do feel the individual, as the individuals come together in communities, that there is a grassroots movement. So I feel there's both happening concurrently. You've got what is more of the activism approach, and you have what is more of individuals dealing in families or coming together in small groups and creating communities approach, you know, or the approach like you're talking about. They can help each other, but if if, if the house is burning, coming and sitting down in the drawing room and having a conversation is not going to help much. We but I'm not action. talking about that. I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the action of chill, uh, people taking their kids out of certain schools or being taught certain things, and having better education or more yes. inclusive education. Right, but these are happening. It's not by the only solution, though. You see, that no, 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 no. Move in the right direction, but how will it address climate change? How will it address the rise of authoritarianism? We have somehow to combine these beautiful private enterprises. Yes. To talking about yes, with really how. waking up to the extremity of the crisis and claiming the citizen and the activist in us which is something that a highly individualist culture like America has never done and something that the new age has been absolutely pathetic in helping people yeah. to do yeah yeah otherwise so that's nothing the question. will happen how do we come together because i see in my work i see a lot of groups that are started by individuals that and it's not just in education it's 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 
different areas of life. But how do we bring those together that are perhaps, you know, smaller, you know, smaller groups? Yes. With these larger groups, which are, you know, looking at the more activists or activism, how do they coalesce? Is it possible? Well, it is, but it's only possible if everybody realizes that time is running out. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. there'll be endless chatter, endless egomania, endless jockeying for power in these various groups. It's only if people realize that we really don't have time for anything but profound, loving action now. It's in our inmost lives, but also together in our outer political, economic, artistic lives. We've got to bring our inner and outer together, and we've got to realize that it is. You, you keep separating activism and these inner groups. The point now that I'm trying to get through is that there's no, there's no more time left to debate. Intelligently, no, I'm not you separating. Are I'm saying these people are activists because they are starting new systems that are thriving. They they may not have best-selling books. They may not be traveling around the world. They may not be doing protests, you know, at the White House. But they are making ostensible change within the systems. And I'm just suggesting well, that both actually is, they're is not valid. because I mean, I they may it. think I think they're offering systemic change but I think until they link together until they're much more politically committed what they're doing in their private little oasis is not going to affect the educational system of America it's not going to affect what Santis does in Florida it's not going to change anything it may so change their immediate family well, it's not in the immediate. The, these charter schools, some of these education and also these other groups that are starting um, yes, they're doing funding great work. for yes. women. They're, yes, they're, it's, it's across, I don't know about Europe, but I know it's across the United States, so it's not just one localized community. Now, are but you, what, what, are you what, suggesting that, that it has to, it, to, be, to, to really affect the change that you're talking about? Are you suggesting that it needs to be political or that it can only be done through well, political means or policy changes? Uh, well, I think that it needs to be as inspired as it is, and you're quite right about that, but it also mm-hmm. needs to understand something, which is that unless the actual laws change, unless we have a functional democracy, which is mm-hmm. now in tatters, none of these laudable, beautiful enterprises are going to be of any use so what I'm suggesting is that those who choose to do that second kind of inspiring work need to also be aware that for their work to succeed in changing structures, you also have to protect the democracy itself so that structures can be changed in ways that are not fascist. Mm-hmm. So you're saying to bring in the po- – we have a question in the chat. Are you talking about being politically committed? Like what are your political yes, leanings? politically com- – well, my political leanings are obvious, I think. I think yeah. it has well, no, they're to saying, be pro-democratic. Right, okay. You cannot not be political. How can you be, how can you be a complete human being and not be political since politics and law establishes a great many of the structures by which the, the life of humanity is governed? 
I don't believe in people who just say they, you know, they love the world, but they're not political. If you're not political at a time like this, if you're not concerned about the fate of American democracy and think that you're an American patriot, you are deluding yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're not uh, actually doing something to ensure that democracy continues, speaking up, getting truly informed on every level, writing right. to your congressman, we've all got to become a lot more engaged, active, because the vision mm-hmm. of spirituality and change that we've had has been fantastically privileged, entitled, and lazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would definitely agree with you there. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. Definitely, I, I Andrew, but everyone wants to go to the ashram or the, the Himalayas and do the retreat. And then come back and, and nothing changes. Absolutely. Nothing <laughs> changes. And yeah. I, it's, I'm not decrying all these wonderful private efforts, but they're not going to work in an, an extreme situation like ours without the political, without the engaged, without the committed, without the activist in us, in all of us being awoken. This is obvious to me, and it's obvious to the Dalai Lama, and it's obvious to everyone who knows where we are and that's what my book is dedicated to helping people see and giving them every conceivable tool to get a lot more serious about the situation urgent about their own inner practice a lot more committed to doing whatever they can in the external world also to bring it into alignment with our deepest values and a lot more dedicated too to doing the inner work that continually and consistently divinizes you so you can become more and more of a nuisance and a radioactive mischief maker in the real world. I like that. You yes. agree with that, don't you? I do. I do. Yes. yes. What do you see as a therapist? But what are you seeing in your patients and in your work in how people are changing? Do you feel there is a there's the beginnings of a great shift happening in people's psyches that isn't just despair and paralysis? Yeah, I do. I, I see people making different decisions on where they spend their time, their money. Um, like you said, doing the inner work, definitely a lot more people. Uh, in fact, I talked about the top of the podcast, people really wanting to do serious inner work with bo- more bona fide people, not kind of fly by night. Um, I'm oh, seeing God, people not come the to- usual. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, you know what I mean, Andrew. I do. God, I could write <laughs> several books about it, except that I don't you want to commit suicide. You can definitely do a chronology of that. Oh, you my God, definitely. yes. <laughs> I it's so important if you're going to go to people to go to real people who will challenge you and yeah. love you but not flatter you, really give you the skinny. Right. And that, yes. unfortunately, yes. our whole movement is filled with people who basically want to make a buck and know that if you challenge people, they won't come back, perhaps. Or go to somebody who just tells them they're fabulous. That's the fact. A lot of quacks. That pollutes our whole system. Yeah, we need your book and what you're saying in this field, all fields, but I would say especially this field because I think people are wondering, that I see anyway, how do I do more? How do I organize? And, and of course, as we've been talking, it is a lot of also about indiv- individual decisions, whether it's policy, voting, right? 
Um, but I do feel there is this movement. I don't know if you're seeing this, but people do want to galvanize, want to come together in groups because I think people are realizing, like you, to your point, that individually there's only so much you can do. We have to right. get to a group or, and or community level. Well, again, look at Tennessee. It's been so inspiring, hasn't it? It's not just mm-hmm. these wonderful black men. The fact is that students who've been zonked out on the Internet for decades have suddenly realized that if they don't get these wretched Republicans out of power, the climate will collapse, that nobody will be able to get abortions, gay people will be demonized, drag shows will be closed, and transgender people will be treated like one Republican called them yesterday, demons and imps and aliens. And the young Mm. are sickened and disgusted by that, but thank God Mm -hmm. they're not just sickened and disgusted, they're actually on the march. Yeah, they're doing something. We should take our clues from them. We can't just leave it to them to get not only excited but organized. We have to. It's no, nobody has the excuse to just sit back and think that they're doing wonderful things for the world by praying and readjusting their garden and singing songs <laughs> to the birds and all the rest of that. That's a good beginning, but it's not much of a response to the end, potential end of the planet, I would say. Yeah, to the extreme that we're at now, that the right. critical, we're the, at We've the edge. We are together. at the edge. And yeah. you said, how, how can people come together? You're aware that if you, at a click of a button, you can find all the different organizations that are associated with your own deepest passion and heartbreak. So yeah. click that button. Find out who's near you. Start what I call networks of grace, which is just talking to seven or eight of your close friends who share the same pain and same values, the same desire mm. to build a new world, and start a network of grace and keep meeting and encouraging and inspiring each other and also getting each other to do something real in your local community, something real. Right. Maybe feeding the homeless, maybe mentoring women in jail, something concrete, something real that really addresses real pain, then you become real too. Become more real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people can start. They can get the inspiration and some tools uh, through your book. I know this conversation has been very inspiring. It's got the the chat is just going a lot. So I don't know what the other people listening by. Thank you. Well, I love yeah. everybody listening, and I'm, I've been very real with you all, but I think it if it's a big book, it's got everything but the recipe for celery soup in it. It has a very clear, <laughs> strong vision. We work like our asses off to get things as clear and as helpful and as precise for you as possible, because we know where we are, and we know that this book might be one of the very last books of its kind written, because humanity has to m- make a big change now, or really dive into a black hole yeah yeah we're at the edge yeah and uh that is it time to yeah we're at the edge that's it that's it you and god bless your work thank you and um very excited like i said earlier to have you on the podcast and uh really appreciate you coming on and sharing your information and wisdom and insights with us. Thank you so much, Andrew, for being on the program. My pleasure and my honor. Thank you, and thank you to everybody listening. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
All right, everyone, that was Andrew Harvey, and the book we were discussing is his most recent uh, collaboration called Radical Regeneration, Sacred Activism, and Renewal of the World. Uh, he also has a YouTube channel, Elder Speaks. So you can connect uh, with him there more as well. All right, everyone. Um, Thank you so much for being here and co-creating this with me. Um, really had a great deep dive in conversation. Um, really enjoyed it. I hope you did as well. And as always, uh, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. I'm getting woke and woke. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.